It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? This is the only Survivor podcast. My name is Jay Shadell. Each week I ask my best friend Thomas Powell if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how you doing this afternoon? A Marquesas Monday, is it not? Yep. Uh, Marquesas Moo Year. Happy Marquesas Moo Year. Happy Marquesas Moo Year to you too. The cows are in the barn. The cows are about. It's a moo year. Should all the acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should all the acquaintance be forgot and the days of old lang syne? That's as much as I'm going to do of that. Um, the rest of the song. You know who, you know who likes uh, that, that song? Who's that? I bet you can guess. Mm, the New Year's Baby? No, it's someone who mm. uh, we're not allowed to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> Okay, why would you bring it up then? The, but they live in the same house as me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> why? He loves, like, lame old music. He's a big fan of, like, good King Wenceslas. <laughs> any of the, like, any of the, like, that kind of Christmas music. Yeah, the really uh, classic religious kind Kings. of thing. Yeah. Oh. I always thought it was We Three Kings... <laughs> of Orient-tar? Orient-tar, yeah. Like, tar from... I didn't know what Orient was at the time, but... Yeah. Um, I thought it was like, you know, tar. You know, like the movie. <laughs> that came out this year that everybody loved so much. I thought, you know, when I was a kid, I was like, what is what is this Orient-tar? Kate Benton It's really fun to imagine someone putting that on at like a Christmas party and being like, dude, you gotta put some you're scaring the hoes with We Three Kings right now. Um I came across a fucking phenomenal Christmas song this year. I'm I'm sorry folks, we messed up with the Christmas episode last week. It'll never happen again. But this is now this is what we're doing. Talking about Christmas music. Um anyway, Stings, we saw the ships, we saw three ships, something like that. Have you heard the song? Uh, I don't know that I have. It rules. Um, and you can listen to it on Spotify or any other website. I saw Three Ships by Sting. It's from the uh, Very Special Christmas 3 album, released in 1997. Oh, okay, I was going to say, because we have the... F- we had the first A Very Special Christmas, which yeah. was like one of our go-to Christmas CDs, and Sting is also on that, but he's doing a different song. Um, yeah, my dad also had that CD growing up, um, so I listened to it a lot as well. Uh, what, what is this? The Music Minute? It's not. We have a different song talking about the Music Minute. Um, in this uh, show called Survivor, did you watch Survivor last night? Thomas, I have a question for you. It's the first week of the off-season, more or less. So I have to ask you, did you watch Survivor Panama last night? Yes, Jake, I did. First Survivor episode of the new year for me. Yes, indeed. Um, It actually isn't for me because Ariel and I did watch through Marquesas this a weekend um, because that's for fun. So I, I'm sorry I can't join you 
in this being the first Survivor episode of the year. But it is, in good news, the first episode of Survivor Panama called The First Exile. What do you think of that episode title? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's also not the first exile, because wasn't there an exile in um, Survivor Palau also? It just I vaguely wasn't vaguely as, remember wasn't as um, prominent. I think, yeah, Palat one time. So I don't remember what that was about. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Janu, well, they're starting by lying the to person. us. Is what I'm getting yeah. from this. Well, it's like when on Winners at War or not Winners at War, Guatemala. When it was like this has never been done before, but it had been done before because yeah. Survivor Guatemala. Yeah. Um, Janu would be the first person exiled after being the first person to bail out of the last gasp immunity challenge. That's it. That's all Wikipedia tells me. Excuse me, survivorfandom.com slash wiki slash exile island twist plow. Okay. So this episode first aired February 2nd, 2006. How old would you have been? February 2nd, 2006. Thomas? February 2nd, 2006, I would have been uh, 14 years old. I would have been 14 years old as well. How many viewers do you think this received? Remember, previous season, Guatemala received 18.41 million viewers in the premiere. I'm going to say the Exile Island thing gets a little higher than that. I'm going to say 19.5. Try a little less hard. 19.3. 19.3. Try very slightly less hard. 19.2. 19.2 million people watched the season premiere of Survivor Panama Exile Island. That was a pretty good educated guess on my part. Yeah. Third time's a charm. Uh, Jeff Probst introduces Exile Island. Very excited to see this. Uh, castaways meet Jeff. They are separated by age and gender. What do you think of this separation of tribes? Pretty cool way to do it. Uh, no. <laughs> I think it is hilarious that they did this, but, like, what were they thinking? Well, you know how young women are always like this, and young men are always like this, and young and old women are like this? They're all driving. Uh, yeah. They're all either driving a certain way or they are be shopping. Yeah, they are be shopping. Um, Suri thought she was considered young. That was very funny. Uh, we love to see Suri. It's pretty ironic that this is young Suri and she's on the old tribe. You ever think about that? Yeah, that's what is their criteria for old? Because isn't wasn't she in like her 30s? Yeah, she was 35. (laughs) (laughs) The oldest person, I think, on the young women tribe was 31, I think. Yeah, completely different. (laughs) But that's that old bat over to the old ladies tribe. It's the same as like when... um, on uh, what's it called millennials versus gen x where they're like two years separating the youngest and oldest person in each tribe it's like, yeah oh, okay. there were i think there were a few of the gen x people that were just elder millennials like they weren't actually gen x yeah this was before we knew what years were what um oh speaking of millennials versus gen x i saw on our favorite website survivor reddit will wall has gotten engaged can you believe that oh good for you will wall yeah <laughs> I, as, as I commented on uh, the the post, I said, wow, they're letting high schoolers get married now? Let's go to a pretty <laughs> cool school. 
What did people think of that? Uh, got a lot of upvotes. Didn't remove that one. Yeah, high effort right there. They could That's tell. Right. That's right. They're like, I get what you're referencing. Um, Austin wants some females to flirt with. Tell me about it, buddy. Yeah, he was like, I cannot control it. I must flirt at all times. I'm a flirty guy. What, I'm wrong for wanting to flirt with females? <laughs> Why are you mad? They are female. Look, I was not raised Catholic to see this kind of boisterous behavior, all right? He should feel shame. That's what yeah. he should feel. He should feel shame for flirting with females. Yes, you should feel shame. Uh, as a Catholic boy, you know, the only people we're allowed to flirt with are the priests. <laughs> okay, uh, I wasn't going to go there. As the reward challenge, they have to collect uh, skulls. That's the word. Smash them and then find an amulet. Good stuff, I guess. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, the young women lose this challenge. What do you think of this challenge? Anything? You know, it was uh, for... I feel like they did this kind of challenge a lot for this era of Survivor, and they're all pretty decent, but just to, as like a first challenge, I don't know that it was like a great tone setter. Uh, smashing Skulls is kind of cool, though. I guess that is. Because Survivor, you know? Once you're... <laughs> this was their version of, like, puzzle pieces. This is... <laughs> It was just like, go run, yeah. go run to something. Yeah. Um, because the young woman lost, Danielle volunteers to stay in exile, but the rest of her tribe decides to do rock, paper, scissors instead. And she's pulling a gabler. She's like, vote me off. I deserve it. And they were like, no, never. No, you should win instead. Uh, the hidden immunity idol is on exile and can be played after the votes are read. Way overpowered. They still hadn't figured out the immunity idol exactly yet. <laughs> they kind of yeah, that's, was a little too much the other way. Yeah, they, they hadn't really realized that you have to balance that stuff. Well, because what was it before? You played it before the votes are read in the first season, and then you or before the you read it before the votes are cast initially, and then they did this season after the votes are read. Way too powerful. And so probably next season they'll be like, actually, we're going to fix it. Um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Oh, you said before we started recording, you have not seen this season, correct? I have not seen. This is my first time watching this season. I believe this is the third or fourth time I've watched it, probably. Because um, I'm a big fan, you know, have been since the early 2000s. When I was but a wee boy uh, So you don't know who wins, right? No, I just know that Sari does not win So that's a big spoiler for anybody who yeah. hasn't seen Sari the show Survivors known for, yeah <laughs> There's one thing Sari's known for, it's having one Survivor yeah. so. Very famously always wins Survivor every time she comes on She's really the modern day Sandra <laughs> With how much she wins Survivor Yeah um, so the older women, they go straight into work mode and get fire. Good, good stuff. Um, the younger men, they play basketball. Nope. They play baseball. They end sport. They do some energy thing with their hands. Didn't quite understand what was happening here. Did you? I really like the one guy just <laughs> who was not participating in this blocking over and just kind of staring at them while they were doing it and just being like, I don't want to know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> 
I did not follow what was happening with that, but they were they were uh, merging their energies or something, and it's like now we're oh. gonna make fire. This is gonna like it was supposed to be some sort of meditative thing where I don't know if it would like put you like focusing your energies so yeah. that you can create the fire or whatever. That's very cool, and I'm glad they some, did some it. Some bullshit like that. Um, did you see that Nick works in financial sales? He sells money to people. What does that mean? Like he's a professional ATM? Yes. That's exactly what that means. Before he's ATMs. an ATM salesman, like how Cody is an elevator salesman. Yeah, never trust ATM salesmen. Uh, they build a really poor shelter, the boys. The young women wander around looking for a place to build the shelter. Uh, and then there's this whole, women are so indecisive scene um, that... We were supposed to take something from this felt weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that any of the like differences between the tribe stuff is a little. Yeah, a little much for me. It, uh, I did really like that the young men's shelter was like completely busted. It was so bad. It was so bad. But that's exactly what I would do. Also, I'd be like, what? This is good enough. <laughs> And then in the talking end, I'd be like, we did a bad job. We really did not do a good job with this. Played a really fun game of baseball, though. So I love playing baseball, though. Uh, Courtney finds an old turtle uh, that seems to be dying. Very sad. Uh, the old men build a great fire. Dan tells Terry that he will never lie to him and tells him that he flew on a spaceship. Uh-huh. <laughs> cool. He's like uh he's like the original Jeff Bezos. Pretty much. Uh Shane is exhausted. He says he smokes three packs a day and hasn't had a cigarette in thirty one hours. They're like, dog, why did you come on? Yeah. Yeah. Oh this, I've this. heard about this before. Yeah. This is a famous thing, right? Shane Survivor. Shane's yeah, nic- th- nicotine withdrawal. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. pretty intense. Um another thing that Dude, you can't like you can't you gotta quit before you go on. That's like um who was it on, I don't know, one of these new era seasons who Jeff Probst eliminated day one because he had lied about his medicine? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, um, I don't know if it was like they lied about it. It was just, uh, there well, was... They did, yeah, you're right. He didn't lie about it. He just withheld information too late. And yeah, was like, well, something like that. Uh, yeah, so that's hard because he seemed like a genuinely cool dude. Anyway, um, did you see that the uh, the women, the young women tribe and the young men's tribe, they were talking about texting and they both said that they when they're typing, where are you? They use the letters R and U and don't spell out the words. Can you believe that? Crazy. This is kids today. Not spelling out whole words. You're telling me. Um, another famous thing that happened with Shane this season, I don't know when in the season it happens, but it's a famous story that they have confirmed, um, a pack of cocaine washed up on shore one day and supposedly, uh, Shane was able to sneak it away from production and take a bump before they got their hands on it. Wow. <laughs> Unfortunately, that did not make air, but that's a real bummer. I'm surprised they didn't kick him off for that, or did they? Uh, no, I don't think so. I, I don't think 
that that happened. I think it was just like, uh, oh, well, I guess we are yeah. shooting on the ocean, so shit like this might happen. Um, you got us this time. Yeah. So Shane is exhausted. He hasn't had a cigarette in 31 hours. Over on Exile Island, there is a storm overnight. I was really hoping we were going to go back to the Young Men's Tribe and we were going to have to see how they fared with their horrible shelter. Yeah, them all huddled together under like three leaves. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. That they wish they had gave her to put some palm fronds on them. Keep them dry. Uh, Misty is having a horrible time. She continues to look for the idol and comes up with a plan to trick her tribe mates into thinking that she has the idol. Now, I understand. (laughs) Still early in the days of the idols. But why would you do this? This seems like a bad plan. Yeah, I... I don't know. This is... People didn't know better at the time, apparently. I suppose, yeah. Uh, Then they get to the immunity challenge. Misty tells everybody that she has the idol. Um, Then Jeff reveals the immunity idols for the challenge. It's three heads. uh, Spike, that's cool. Uh, They have to climb a ladder from a dock, swim to a raft, dig up a diagram, unravel some rings, and toss a ring to a hook and release a flag. It's fine. Challenge, I don't know. Any thoughts? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, So the younger women are the first to win, then the older men, and then the younger men. So, Suri and her old ladies are going to tribal council. Uh, Were you rooting for any tribe at this point? I mean, obviously younger men, as that is our tribe. I was rooting for the old ladies, honestly. Wow. Simp. You love old women. Like, yeah, I want them to, like, to use their guile... You know, they're the underdogs, so I want them to, to, like, show everybody else how it's done. If you enjoy stories about the underdogs, Thomas, you're going to love the challenge chunk this week. Sari uh, is nervous that she'll be the first to go. Tina sits by herself, and everyone else finds it odd. Uh, Tina is, meanwhile, um, commemorating her son, Charlie, who died in a car accident a year ago. This was really sad. <laughs> This was very sad. This was genuinely very sad. Uh, definitely felt for Tina here. I was, it had only been, she said it had only been like four months, right? Oh, is it only four months? I thought she had said it was a year ago, but I guess I don't know when they No, shot it wasn't it. even that. Um, I thought she had said last year or something like that, but um, yeah. She does not share this information. Maybe she should have, uh, because Suri is gunning for Tina, although she doesn't want to use those terms. Uh Tina, meanwhile, finds a fish that was left on the shore by the tide. You know? It's tough (laughs) saying that stuff to people. Like... Yeah. Because you don't want them to feel like you're taking them hostage with that information, because that can backfire on you. Um, Yeah. So, I I get why she didn't. It's also, like, still pretty fresh. I I wouldn't want to talk to a bunch of strangers about it, but it might have saved her this week if she had brought it up yeah um not even the fish could save her speaking of fish thomas uh let's talk about these wildlife shots we're finally out of fiji finally some new wildlife shots we got some new wildlife shots we're back in central america always some good wildlife shots 
whenever we do a season in wildlife Central America. Uh, we had birds, we had snakes, we had a vulture, scorpion, shark, rays, pelican, monkey, and the hawk's bill sea turtle. What do you know about these sea turtles, Thomas? Not much. Are they surfer dudes like the ones in Finding Nemo? Yes. They can be found across the globe in tropical regions, much like surfer dudes. Uh, in shallow lagoons and coral reefs, uh, has a fairly flat body and flipper-like limbs. Their shell will change color slightly as the water temperature changes. They grow to be about three feet long, weigh 180 pounds. Um, this is a fun fact. They walk with an alternating gait, so their tracks are asymmetrical. That's pretty cool. This is a time for you to make a joke about um, footprints on the beach, Thomas. Yeah, it's because the sea turtle was carrying you. Yes. The, the thing it reminds me of is the way that they have to walk in, uh, the Fremen have to walk in Dune mm. so that the mm-hmm. the uh, sandworms yeah. don't uh, sense them or whatever. Well, like this, That's what it feels like. It's funny you say that, actually, because uh, it says here their number one enemy is the sandworms of the tropical regions of Earth. <laughs> oh, so that's why they do Yeah, that's it. why they do that, because they're so afraid of the sandworms. And uh, the sea turtle also is a big fan of the spice. Huh. Yeah, the sleeper has awakened. Yeah. Uh, their flesh... It's this turtle. <laughs> Their flesh is often toxic because of the venomous sea creatures that they eat, and they are the first biofluorescent reptile on record. How about that? Pretty cool. I, I Does that just mean that they, like, glow? Yeah, I, I guess. I didn't actually look into it. I think that's what it means. That's pretty. That's pretty neat. Um, Reptiles. They're they're biofluorescent too. Who says they aren't? I uh, bl- bl- never give up on mm, your dreams. The biofluorescence occurs when highly en- higher energy wavelengths of light, e.g., ultraviolet or blue light, are absorbed and subsequently re-emitted at lower wavelengths in living organisms. That's pretty cool. Salamanders and other amphibians. Um, yeah. Okay. Well. You know, I'll watch that on my own time. I found a YouTube video I wanted to watch. That's what I was talking about. Uh, These turtles, Thomas, they are solitary animals and meet only to mate. What do you think of that? What is this? You know, that's... uh, Millennials in the pandemic? I know, right? Yeah, it's a very atomized uh, turtle society, but you know what? At least, they're, at least they're coming out of the uh, playing the video games to, to go uh, chat up some ladies yeah. every so often. Uh, similar to millennials, they mate only biannually in secluded lagoons. Yeah, sounds about right. The pregnant female will then make a little divot on a beach using her flippers, then lay hundreds of eggs before going back into the water. The hatchlings are then born at night and have until the sun rises to make their way to the water. Otherwise, they will be the prey for the birds and other animals. How about that? Yeah. Uh, they mature after 20 years. Uh, how long do you think they live? I'm going to say they live like 200 years. Uh, their full lifespan is unknown. 
Okay, so they, they live so long that there's no way to know. Yeah. Uh, they have few predators because their uh, shell is so hard. Their only predators are sharks, octopi, crocodiles, and some fish. Uh, they have often been captured for their shell, used for tortoise shell material. Between 1950 and 1992, how many do you think were killed for their shell? Uh, I think a wild um, guess. Two million. One point three seven million. That's a lot. Uh, and last fact before you guess how extinct or not extinct they are. Uh, of course, they represent Mother Earth and Native American culture. Just like Courtney said. Uh, how do you think they rank on the IUCN? I'm going to say they are uh, endangered. Not only are they endangered, they are critically endangered. Oh, that's so depressing. Yeah. I uh, was very sad when Courtney found <laughs> that turtle that was dying on the beach. Like, that scene was so clearly to make fun of Courtney for being, like, a weirdo hippie. But, like, it was really sad seeing that turtle uh, perish. I like turtles. Turtles are nice animals. I don't want them to die. Like the zombie kid, I like turtles. Um, at Tribal Council, uh, it's a cave now. Tribal Council is a cave, and that's really cool. What did you think? I agree. I think that's very neat. Uh, Melinda is having a really tough time and tells Jeff that he should try playing Survivor. I'm pro Melinda here. I liked this. This was good. Jeff, put Jeff on his toes. Yeah. Uh, Suri tells the people sitting on the couch at home to stay on the couch. I like that. I see why people love Suri immediately. She's yeah, such a great Suri's character great. right off the bat. Well, she at, initially she's just like, this is tough. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Anyway, like, like it, it's fun to see. Like, you can just see her like very quickly get her bearings and get moving. Mm hmm. Uh, Tina is the only one who feels comfortable outdoors. Despite that, she is voted out unanimously by the other old women. Yeah. It's old, old broads are turning on each other. You can't trust them. You know how old women are. Caddy. I, I'm sorry. Just every, I want to stress just for everyone that is just listening and didn't watch this. Every single time that someone from the old woman tribe comes up. On their, their the graphic thing with their name, it just says "old woman." <laughs> and they also do like this really slow dumpy music, like do, 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 do. every time they're walking. It's like it's a really weird choice. But then for the older men, it just says "the good guys" underneath all of their names, <laughs> yeah. and then it plays like heroic music whenever they're doing anything. Yeah, it plays the instrumentals from Heroes. David Bowie. A little cutout of Jeff Probst comes up in the bottom third every time the older men drive is on screen. He's just like giving a thumbs up like uh, Kira yeah. Sedgwick in the closer uh, during a basketball game on TNT. Um, yeah, so luckily, like most seasons of Survivor, the old men, old women, young men, young women thing is abandoned pretty quickly, but... Boy, it's something, huh? They really did this. I mean, it's funny because this isn't even the worst thing that they did. Yeah, like no, this. we'll get to that very soon. <laughs> they did one that was worse than this. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, we're doing Panama this season. 
Oh, yeah, and then next summer we will be doing uh, Cook Islands, which we affectionately refer to as, of course, Race Wars. <laughs> Can't fucking wait <laughs> to get you. to that season. Before we get to that, though, Thomas, we do need to discuss uh, what happened on MTV this week. Uh, did you watch The Challenge Rider Dies last night? Jake, I did not. Well... You missed out. This episode was called something. I didn't look it up. But what did happen, uh, Nelson FaceTimed with our good friend from back home, Corey. You know, Corey's not on this season, so it was nice to see him. He's just hanging out in Grand Rapids right now, where I assume he lives yeah, that makes and sense. not anywhere else. Yeah, he, he lived there once, so I'm sure he still does. Uh, Jordan talks about volunteering in Ukraine. We love Jordan now. Jordan's a good guy. Uh, they did a challenge where they had to fall in water from a helicopter to score points, and then they do a swim. Pretty good challenge. And guess what? Remember earlier when I was like, oh, if you love underdogs winning, you're going to love the challenge. Team underdog won. You're going to love dodgeball, a true underdog story. <laughs> At nominations, Jordan said, I do not negotiate with terrorists because Tori had used their relationship outside of the game as leverage to get him to do what she wanted. So it was Fessel versus Nelson in the Illumination, and they're boys now, you know, uh, for some reason. I don't know. They just are. They had to do a challenge where they had to remove some spears from a wall, a uh, drywall, uh, and Fessel won. So there's, there's that. Cool. Love it. Uh, I really thought Nelson was going to win this season. They've really been promoting this season as a Nelson win. He lost his partner a few seasons, a few weeks ago. Nelson deserves to win. Bring back Norris. Okay. Put him with Nelson. Put her with Nelson again. Let him win. Yeah, they should just do. They should Boston rob it. They should just set up a whole <laughs> season for that to happen. Why not? Just get Nelson and all of his friends. It'll be an all boys season and Norris. Yes. Survivor Brains Beauty, Boston Rob. Boston Rob is on his own tribe. That tribe always wins. Yep. And he automatically gets to final tribal council. And also, he is every member of the jury. I think it's a great idea. Um, Thomas, do you want to talk about this music minute? Let's do it. We had We Fly High by Jim Jones. Remember that song? Oh, classic. Uh, Ballin Black Black Madonna by Cage the Elephant. Uh, do you remember that song? Not that I've I've never been a Cage the Elephant guy. The only one that I really know of from them is the ain't, that ain't no rest for the wicked song. Yeah, you're more of a rat in a cage guy. Yeah, despite all of my rage. Uh, what about Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls? Oh man. <laughs> I love that song when I was like seven years old. I, I was like, this is so deep. When I was like seven years old, I confused the Goo Goo Dolls with the Foo Fighters all the time. <laughs> it's pretty similar names. It's not that it's not that weird to, to mix them up. I like the some, Foo Fighters a lot. Yeah, I like the Foo Fighters a lot more than the Goo Goo Dolls now, now that I can yeah, like I think, tell the difference. I think, yeah, I think that I, uh, I liked both of them at the time, and I think I still like one of them. <laughs> And that, that is probably Food Fighters. Do you remember a song called Congratulations by Post Malone? 
Oh yeah, yeah, that was the, it's like told me I wouldn't be nothing now they only saying congratulations. Like that's what it sounds like. That's actually he's, he's spot on. on. Like, he's <laughs> taken all of the Xanax in the world yeah. before he starts. The thing about it is it's fucking good song. <laughs> it's fucking good song. I hate Post Malone. I really, that's one of those ones where I just feel like an old man every time I hear it. <laughs> you live in a pre-Malone world. Nirvana. Yeah. Pavement. I wasn't prepared. I, saw, I remember seeing the video for White Iverson and being like, well, this guy's going to be a one-hit wonder. And boy, was I wrong about that. I have never seen the White Iverson video. And please don't tell me what happens in it because I want to tell you what I am imagining. Uh, it's just a clip show of uh, Allen Iverson highlights. Uh, but Post Malone has... Uh, Photoshopped his own face over Alan Oh, Iverson. that would be way better. That would be a much, much better video. <laughs> How old do you think Post Malone is? He's probably like 29. He is 27 years old. And do you know what day okay. he was born? Uh, he was born on the 4th of July. Yeah. How did you know that? I, I was already looking him up oh. when you asked me that question, <laughs> so I had already seen it. <laughs> He's also six feet tall. Hey, that's how tall I am, plus a couple inches. I could take him. Balling. The way that you said that made it sound like you are like five foot nine. No. <laughs> not the other way. Not yeah, you said that's how tall I am, plus a few inches. Oh, I see what it you're makes saying. it sound like he is plus a few inches, not you. No, I'm plus a few inches on him and I'll block every one of his shots. I don't care how many that's of basketball right. he has played. Do, has he ever been in an all star game? Do you think that you do you think or, that uh, you could guard uh, what? Has Post Malone ever played nope. in a... What about Post Carl Malone? Post, yeah, Post, Post Malone. Uh, I'm going to see if he's played in a Celebrity All-Star game because I know that like Jack Harlow is in those, those New Balance commercials playing basketball with uh, Kawhi Leonard. But... Hey, what do you call the 2005... What do you call the NBA from 2005 to now? Well, good question. What do I... Post Carl Malone world. Okay. That's almost good. Uh, as far as I can tell, he has not, uh, he has not been in mm. the Celebrity All-Star Game. Maybe you should try it. Uh, this song, Congratulations by Post Malone, was released January 31st, 2017. How old would he have been? 20, uh, January 23rd. January 31st, Jan- 2017. January 31st, 2017, I would have been 25 years old. 25 and feeling live. 25, good good time. What's... Try to remember, because 2017, you know, we were adults at this point. We were living in separate cities now. What were you doing in 2017? This was uh, almost five years ago. Six years ago. January of 2017, I was uh, subletting a place from one of our friends uh, that had an interesting set of roommates. Mm. Uh, and um, I was still working at the market in Delhi that I was working at. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Nice. I was living with a former roommate, and I believe... An apartment on the top floor of a house. And it only had one legal entrance. 
but you see, the thing is, in Chicago, you're supposed to have two entrances to every home. Uh, so there was a trap door under my mattress uh, that led to the stairway that led to the second floor. Um, so that was good. Mm. Um, I don't know if there was a ladder or anything. We luckily never had to use it, I, but I, I feel like... So if someone wanted to, like, secretly murder you, like, Knives Out style, they could do it. They could, but they'd have to, like, move an entire mattress through a trap door, which would probably be very hard. But if you're very strong, maybe you could do it. Um, do you know how this song came to be? Was it because people told him that he would not accomplish his goals and then he accomplished his goals? Yeah. And he was like, how about you say congratulations to me now? Uh, he was watching the 2016 Olympics with some of his producers and they were inspired to write a triumphant song. That's the background of Congratulations by Post Malone. He reached number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. Fascinating. Fascinating. Because I just gave you a lunch of, a lunch of facts. Frickin' it. Thomas, what about the pros, pros? What about it? Let me tell you. We are coming down to the end of this book. We only have four or five left. Um, so keep that in mind. This one, as it is a new season here of Survivor we're watching, we're doing The Race is On. Uh, can I get a verb, please? Ski. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and how about an adjective? Um, mm-hmm. Fast. Very nice. And an adverb, please. Hmm. Hmm. Swiftly. You love the word swift. I was looking through these uh, earlier today, and you had used uh, that word in a previous one. DeAndre Swiftly. Sure. Uh, How about a verb? Oh, boy. Um, Not a verb. Jump. How about a plural noun? Friends. Everywhere you look, everywhere you look, you got friends, you got friends. We're in a fountain. They'll be there for you. If you're there for them too. How about a verb? Uh, Told. No, told, like, I told you something, or I had to go through a toll road? No, like, so no one told you life was going to be this way. <laughs> uh, then then uh, we've got two adjectives. All right. Um... Two adjectives, then a verb, then two more adjectives. Then we're done. Okay, so you said, you said two adjectives? Two adjectives. Um, let's see. Great. Okay. And. Worst. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Verb. Uh, face, like to face something. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Two-Face. Face off. Adjective. Two more adjectives. Then we're done. Um... Sad. Mm. And then one more? One more. Last one. Make it funny. People come to us uh, for jokes. Bits. Lazy. Oh, so good. So fucking funny. Alrighty, here we go. <clears throat> On the first day, your team will be assigned. You don't get to ski who else is on your team. That just sounds like a speech impediment. So you should hope you get a fast group of people. <laughs> nice. Uh, people who are slow and clumsy or who work swiftly are not a good additions to a team because they will jump you in challenges. <laughs> No, <laughs> when you are trying to find food and friends. However, you don't want skilled forest rangers either because your goal is to told. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, and they will have a great advantage over you in the long run. And some people are just worst. Jeff Rose, this is falling apart. They might appear friendly. But they are manipulative and sneaky and will lie and face to win the game. <laughs> they'll, they'll face. They'll face. Don't, don't think they won't, because they will face. So here's a hint. Don't trust any of your sad teammates. Lazy luck. So that's the race is on. <laughs> I think probably. This one, it's nice to just have one where the wheels come <laughs> off on it. A one? Just one? The other ones, I think, have all been really good. That one started really good, and then it kind of fell apart uh, halfway through. Um, they should have the lyrics to I'll Be There For You uh, by the Rembrandts or whoever, uh, but like a Mad Lib of it. Uh, they should just be do... like, so no one told you farts were going to be this way. That's really funny. I'm looking it up right now. I'll Be There For You Mad Lib. Um, hmm. And it's a Kendrick Lamar Mad Lib song. Madlib, take it back. Can you say this on YouTube? Madlib challenge. Musical Madlib. How far I'll go from Moana? No, that is not. Madlib theater with John Cena. Well, I'm absolutely watching this when we're done. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, Thomas, what's your Twitter? Should people want to follow your Elon Musk, di- Musk dates? That's funny. <laughs> I don't really, yeah, I don't talk about him that much because it's gotten kind of boring. But if you want, if you want to read some of my posts, uh, I did recently. It's always really dumb stuff that blows up for you that you don't expect. But I did get, let's see how many it was. Uh, It's always fun when people follow you for like a big tweet that you have too. And then it's just me complaining about like Michigan football. It's like, haha, I tricked you. I'm not, but yeah. I, I just mentioned that like Daniel Craig is the most famous fan of car seat headrest. And then mm. a bunch of like zoomers retweeted that with like, what? No way. That's I was like, really yeah, cool. idiot. Clearly you didn't see this interview with Jack Quaid about the movie Logan Lucky. Yeah. And about how Daniel Craig took them to go see car seat headrest. More like lazy luck. Yeah. That's lazy luck. Indeed. Logan, lazy that. luck. E. Logan Lazy Lucky. Logan Lucky, good movie. Still have to I would, see that. I would one. highly recommend it. Still got it. It's see very that good. One. You should watch it. If you like uh, Daniel Craig doing a silly Southern accent, you'll like that movie. Oh, I do. I do indeed. 
Um, so the glass onion, good stuff to, I think we talked about it last week, but nobody's going to hear that episode because again, technology is bad. We're going to go back to cave drawings after this episode. Thank you for listening. Your, uh, your external hard drive was running hot. Exactly. Uh, we're on Instagram at the only survivor podcast and on Twitter at DYWSLN. That's the initials of the show. Of course. We have a few shows on Patreon. Thomas, do you want to shoot? Do you want to shout out one of the shows on Patreon.com? Do you want to shout out one of the shows? Yes, I do. Shout out uh, one of the shows. How about just the Carpenters? Mm-hmm. Uh, for thirty-two thousand dollars a month, it's a podcast about uh, people with the last name Carpenters. So the band, the Carpenters, John Carpenter. Uh, I don't know Carpenter Pants. Plenty of things. Her name is Sabrina Carpenter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jo- Joseph. Joseph. Biblical Joseph. He was a carpenter. <laughs> yeah, I know Biblical Joseph. You know Joseph biblically? You know it. Okay. Well, um, so there's plenty of tears on there, including the Biblical Joseph one that we've been talking about. Um, should we do adjust the Bible where we read the Bible to each other? We... <laughs> We each pick out a story from the Bible and read it. Just gospel. Just gospel. That's a good one. Um, Thank you for listening to the show. Share it with your friends. Um, You can review us on Apple Podcasts. Thomas, do you want to leave the boilerplate review for people so they know what to write to us? Sure. Uh, This is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Spotify does not allow us to leave reviews, but if they did, I would say... I look forward to seeing this in my Spotify rant. I loved the um, anticipation there to see what you're going to say next. Um, yeah, still haven't gotten a one recently, and uh, that's fine, you know. You can leave us five stars anywhere um, and write a review on Apple because we are doing well over here. That's right. Um, but we can always be doing better. We can always be doing better, and your five-star reviews inspire us to do so. Um, until next week. Oh, we should uh, say what we're doing next week. Uh, Panama 1 is this week. Panama 2 and 3 next week. We're, it's it's, the, double it's dose. the winter season, so we're doing double dose for a few weeks until the finale. Yeah. Panama 2 and 3, then 4 and 5, then 6 and 8, then 9 and 10, then 11 and 12, then 13 and 14, then 15. And then a simulated season. And then season 44 will premiere. Have you seen the 44 logo? Uh, I have not seen it yet. It's got four people in it. You know why? Why does it have four people in it? Because the number four is in the season number. Oh, is okay. pretty clever, no? Yeah. Man, I, well, for these, these next two episodes and season 44, what am I... The band, The Replacements, or the movie Can't Hardly Wait, because I can't hardly wait to watch these. <laughs> All right. Have a great summer. <laughs> Deuces. I was awake in the middle of the night. I thought I heard you call in my name. I looked around. I'm not a shoe guy, you know. Yeah, well, you know me, I put on my J's and dance a whole night away. Mm-hmm. Naughty, by, naughty by nature, like I'm hip-hop hooray. My hands in the sky, I wave them from side to side. My feet on the floor, I'm about to turn up now. I got my hands up playing my song. Uh, 
moving in every way. Moving in my hips like, yeah. Moving in my hips like, yeah. Got my hands up, playing my song. Is there some line of shoes in that? That's what I was trying to get to. <laughs> Stilettos on. Yeah, that's... Nobody uh, told you know. me that the party's in L.A. I don't know. Party in the U.S.A. I stay showing out. My kick game is beast. I got 30 pairs of J's and ain't never been released. Ah, my juicy J flow is not very good. Flu game 12. Space Jam 11. On the hype beast sick. They go need a paramedic. Hmm. That was really good. Man, this song came out like 10 years ago. <laughs> yep, it was released in 20, 2013. Does not feel like this came out 10 years ago. And in many ways, it also feels like it came out 10 years ago. Um, you know, I'm reading through all of these lyrics, and I'm not seeing anything about shoes. Remember, remember Ray Strummond being a big deal, and now they're oh, like yeah. basically might as well not exist? Drummers here backwards. Yeah, ear drummers. Ear drummers. Sure. Um... Oh, okay, here we go. Got to the club. In my taxi cab, everybody's looking at me now. Like, who's that chick with the rockin' kicks? She gotta be from out of town. So hard with my girls not around. It's definitely not a Nashville party, because all I see are stilettos. There we go. I guess I never yeah, got I guess, the memo. Yeah, I guess you never got the memo. Yeah. Well, you know, there you go. Um, what's the best Miley Cyrus song? Um, probably, probably party in the USA. I think mm-hmm. it's actually twenty three. This is the year of Jordan. Need you for yeah. That's oh right, the one that I was just talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the one that she raps on. So it's got to yeah. be the best. So it's you know it's the best one. Smarten up, probes.